Hey guys, it's your girl Sunny D, one third of the podcast GFT Radio Show. What up, though? It's your boy Willie Styles from the GFT Radio Show. Just letting you know, you can catch us every Monday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. And to get some merch, I got some more right now. Go to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash GFT radio. Talk radio, join the conversation. Let's have some fun. Holla. Hey guys, it's your girl Sunny D. Welcome to tonight's show. Uh, Willie Styles, are you there? Yep, I'm here. What up, though? It's your boy Willie Styles in the building. Yes, yes, y'all. Um, welcome to tonight's show. It is August 24th, 2020. August is about to be over. Uh, Jesus, if you're watching right now, you're live on YouTube or Facebook. So, um, shout us out. Um, get into the comment section, join the conversation. Um, if you missed it, then guess where you got to go. You got to catch the playback either on Google Play Music, uh, what is it, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Blog Talk Radio. And of course, you can watch it replays on Facebook and our YouTube um, channel as well. And if you guys love us enough, like myself, I don't know if Willie's wearing anything, but you know, I can be real petty, is one of our merchandises. So go to Get some merch. Go to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash GFT radio. Support us while we support you. I'm usually, I'm, I'm usually wearing merch. I'm usually wearing merch. Yeah, I think I'm probably the only one that doesn't wear merch as much because my daughter takes all my stuff that I do buy. So she can't fit this shirt, so she can't take it. So I think I need to buy fitted shirts instead of like, I've been buying like the men's shirts. And if I buy the men's shirts, she, she'll take them. And if I buy the girly shirts, she don't take them. So maybe I should start buying everything girly. I don't know. But um, get some merch. Exactly. Yeah, but get some merch. We got masks. We got tote bags. We got fanny packs. We got pillows. We got hoodies, uh, T-shirts, long sleeves. We got kids' shirts and all that. So go there. Get some merch. And we're probably going to add more to the store, but you can go there and see all that we have. We have logo shirts and then just our fame, our famous things that we say during the podcast that we just say in real life, you know. So go there, cop our shit, and let us know that you support us by either posting it to our Instagram page at GFT underscore radio. Hold up. There we go. Um, or come to our Facebook and tag us in a post so that way we can see that you guys are wearing our merch and that you support us. You can also go to our website, catch our content and miscellaneous things there. So go to GFTRadioShow.com. I'm still in the process of uploading all of our shows onto there because I've been we've been slacking. Um, it ain't just me, it's them too. I'm blaming them too. Um, but yeah, go there and do that as well. But as you guys know, we got a great show lined up for y'all tonight. I'm waiting for her to chime in. But do do I gotta yep. find it. Now you know I'm just learning this though. So. So I so I did get my I did get my book. Just I'm I'm a I'm a clarify for the or I'm a uh uh confess to the audience that I did uh uh delay getting my book, but I did get a copy. Um it came in yesterday. I started reading it, I read like half the book. So um uh, I'm I'm gonna uh I mean I, I I'm so I'm I'm pretty well versed on what's going on. It's just you know so I think on, I think I did a pretty good for one for one day. I think that y'all gonna kill me. 
So, um, guys, I'm going to apologize because I'm a little dopey. I've had a busy week. Um, I don't think I sent Christine the actual invite to the, the stream. So, um, my bad. Didn't I just ask you if you sent her that? <laughs> I thought I did. Hold on. Did I send it to her? Let me sec. No, I did not. Hold on. She's active now, so let me say <laughs> We're human. Don't you... Uh, Willie's Willie's looking at me sideways. Well, we did we did we did tag her and we did talk to her, so so she knew we were coming. She probably just didn't know how to get into it. <laughs> All right, so let me. I'm sending her the link now, so don't yell at me. Anyway, I'm I'm going to talk while you figure out that. <laughs> so anyway, so hopefully everybody is enjoying the show so far. As usual, we are getting over the technical difficulties, so no big deal. Uh, but definitely go check out Christine's book. It's called Through Blind Eyes. Um, it's a very intense and very uh, emotional. You said what? He just in, um, posted in the comments. Oh, she like, just asked how to Okay. Yeah. So it's a very intense and very um, uh, emotional read, um, especially if you've gone through similar situations. I, I, I read some of the reviews and, and some of the people who reviewed the book, you know, mentioned how they how the book made them feel, you know, seeing or hearing about somebody else's uh, domestic violence experience. I'm not going to try to get too much into it until we get Christine on. Tell her own synopsis of the book, but uh, but definitely check the book out. It's on Amazon. Um, what, what else is it on? Do you know? Um, it's on Amazon, I believe, for right now. I'm not sure. Um, it's on another site. Am I echoing? Oh, there go Christine. I see her. I'm about to tag her in. Okay. Hold on. I'm at. Hold on, I know hold on, Christine also has it available. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I bought my book directly from her. Hey, Christine. Sorry. Hey guys. Look, I'm like, how do I get on? <laughs> no, because I just realized I'm like, oh wait, wait a minute, did I ever send her the link? I'm like, oh my god, no, you're good, look, you're good. I was like, I'm gonna sit here and wait. <laughs> no, after I, I was like, she's on. I can send it to her right now. <laughs> look. No, so but, the um, book is available. If you live in the Trenton area, I can I can get the book. I can get the book to you. Um, we just have to coordinate. Um, but it's available on Amazon, and we're asking people to buy it on Amazon because we're trying to get bestseller on Amazon. Yeah, and I just put the link in the comments. I'm hoping I did Willie some justice. I'm the captain of the ship today. Right. I, I'm not really doing a great job. So. No, you're doing a you're doing a wonderful job. No, Look, but um, let's just have fun. Yeah, that's why we're all about fun here. You know, people are human. People make mistakes, so we're exactly. not going to uh, dwell on that. But um, I, I have the pleasure, like you guys, you guys seen, she, um, Christine has been on our show before she's done the latest round table with us. We had a, a, a great time. We did two shows. Yes. We yeah. Had, yeah. We yeah. had so much fun. Um, it was yes, amazing. Yes. To have Welcome, on back. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. look, I love coming on here. This is like one of my favorite shows. I look, I even, even when I'm not on here, I watch you guys. But so this is this is one of my favorite shows because you keep it real, and you know yeah. like and just because we don't agree on every but but it's like we agree to disagree. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's what I love about you guys. Yeah, that's our mantra for exactly. for our podcast is make sure that whether we agree or don't agree, we 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 do it as grown adults. 
why it's called right. Hardcore Talk Radio, not Childish Radio. Exactly. We have, to, we have to be able to agree to disagree and move forward. Exactly. Um, but read your book. <laughs> you still love me, right? <laughs> no, I do. I, I, I actually, I, I think, I think it made me love you more. I don't know. But, <laughs> no, but it's just like, cause it, 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 it's one of those things where you know how you know somebody, but you don't know them. It's, it's, exactly. it's like one of those things. I do. So it was like. I saw you as Chris, like, I, I'm going to tell y'all, because I don't know if I told y'all when she was on our podcast before, or the two times she was on there before, but I know Christine through church. So right. I met her, um, her family, um, well, I believe, was it her husband's family is all up into our church. Like, they're- No, my, my husband's, my husband's grandmother- Yeah. I'm sorry, great-grandmother built the church. Yeah. So they, they they were coming, I think it was after I had my daughter or before. Right after daughter. right after you had your daughter. Yeah, it was like, yeah. So yeah. I got the pleasure of meeting Christine. And I was like, who's this beautiful lady? She's so nice, you know? <laughs> and like, you get to see people. It's like one of the things, you know, people from the outside looking at you don't really know what, what they're going through or, or like what they're dealing with in everyday life. So like, I'm pretty sure, sure stories I can share with you that you probably were like, what? I didn't know that about you. And like on the outside looking in, you would never think that. But it's just like one of those things. And that's why you say you don't really, you know, a person, but you don't really know them unless you know what they've been through to get right. to like how they are and understand them as as in a whole. So right. so for me now it makes sense. Right. Now if that, you know, that makes sense. Right. No, no, yes. That's kind of also why I wrote the book, because mm -hmm. um I wanted to show women that like we all go through something. You know, I, I walk around with a smile on my face and I, I act like everything is hunky-dory and, you know, peaches and creams, but it's, there's a whole story behind me. And then yeah. I, I think that's also why God led me to write my story, to show other women that, it, you know, we go through stuff. Everybody goes through stuff. It doesn't matter. Um, um, so that's what I'm hoping that women get from the book, that... Yeah. Um, you know, because I'm sure there's a lot of people like you that were shocked that when, when wait a minute, hold up, not her. <laughs> not yeah. you, know, not Christine. She knows. Yeah, but no, I think it I think it's just like like I said, um, I just feel like it's that getting to know a little bit more about a person that you know and love. It's like this is who I am unreserved, like and it's funny because my blog unreservedly me. This is, but that—that's how I felt like your book was unreservedly you, right? And no, it was like, except this, and this is just my this. This is not my whole story. This is just a part of my story, and this is how I am, who I am today, right? Um, so, like, that's yeah. one of the things I—I I, I definitely um, felt. Um, yeah, I was about to say, um, you know, since I since, since I don't since I don't know. Christine like that. I just, you know, know her from the podcast and know her, you know, from now reading the book, um, you know, seeing that, that, like you said, that piece of the story, it's like, like you said, it, it's like that revealing part of, you know, cause I know, I know you from your, your strong attitude, your, 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 uh, <laughs> ambitious, ambitious for fever, everything, you know, she, she doesn't hold back and she doesn't let anybody run over her. So it's like, you know, I know the type of woman she is from from the the, the conversations I've had, but to, to see the vulnerability in, in, in the story was like, wow, okay, you know, this is a different no, side. And, different side. 
But see, and exactly. And when I started, when I started, um, you know, speaking with you, you have to understand I left. I have, I had left that relationship. I could have never been on your podcast had I been in that relationship. I, I, um, I found my power in leaving and I found my voice in leaving. And because I, you know, I left and I started to find myself again, I started to realize that, you know, I do have a voice and I do have views and, you know, not everybody's going to agree with me, but I, I, I am entitled to my opinion. Absolutely. And so I started to be vocal with it. And, and that's what this book is actually doing for me. Like, cause you know, I, like, my 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 shield is my my not shield but my um curtains are drawn you know my life is out there so being that my life is out there it's like i i can be more boisterous because i have nothing to hide i don't have to worry about people finding out i wrote a book there's nothing for you to find out so now i can i can speak my opinions and i can speak my truth and and i can tell you know women you know, these are the things that I've done. And just because I did them doesn't mean that they're right. And, you know, I've learned from my mistakes and hopefully that other women can learn from my mistakes as well. Yeah, that was actually going to be one of my first questions was, was how, how did you feel when you first let someone else hear your story or when you first allowed someone else into your, into that private space to hear what you really went through? Okay, so Bobby, Bobby, my writer, um, she was the first person that I actually told my entire truth to. Um, nobody knew, you know, because not to get into it to, you know, spoil the book, but we did some really crazy things. And all, any, all anybody knew is that was Christine was missing for a whole year. I was gone. Nobody saw me. Nobody, you know, I didn't, I didn't hang out with anyone. So she was the first one that I told my truth to. And let me tell you, it was liberating. It was like, sure. it, it really was. It was liberating because now I got it off my chest. I said- You don't have to hide it anymore. You don't have to, I don't have to hide it. I don't have to worry about did someone video rotate me in this place or you have to worry about anything coming out. I don't have to worry about um, people talking about me behind my back. Like there's no need in talking to me behind my back. Let's have a discuss. Let's have a conversation about the book. So it, it was very liberating. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's and that's and that's what people. It's almost like you know how we grow up in church and we're told to give our like um share your testimony because you never really know. And I, and I think that we we live in this this idea, especially as a, a brown as brown people, we mm -hmm. we live in this idea that we can't share because we seem weak. Right. And when you finally get to speak your truth, it's it's that weightless. And right. it's that you're sharing it and realizing that you're not the only person that went through that. It's no. other people that went through that and they can relate and you're not, because it's that, it's that ideal of I'm alone. Yeah. So and when, you when share, I share, it's like, no, you're not. When the first book first came out and people started reading it and, you know, people were sharing it, I, had, I did because... I'm like, oh my God, they're going to start talking about me. They're going to call me all kinds of, you know, I'm going to be called all kinds of names. But then like right after, right after that, I had women in my inbox like, oh my God, this is my story. I'm so glad, you know, I'm so glad you told your story because now I see I'm not the only one, you know, like it's, um, it was very now. And also I belong to a lot of domestic violence groups. So, um, 
now I'm seeing that my story is all everybody's story. Like all of these women are going through the exact, it's like, it's like these men get handbooks on how to batter women or how narcissists get how to treat oh, women. Absolutely. Oh, and, right. And, yeah. And I'm, like, right. I'm not exactly. the only one that's going through this. Yeah. Like so, women need to. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that that was my thing too. Is was was did did you hear these similar stories coming from readers and, and people who are hearing your reading your book that were like, oh my god, this happened to me exactly like this, and this is how I reacted exactly like you. Are you hearing that over and over again? Yeah, over and over again. Over like over I mean, again. it. Oh, I have an echo. Um, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Um, so. There, there are so many stories that I read on the, the these different groups, and I'm like, is there a handbook going out? No, seriously. Like it, it, it. They, it's like, it's it's like there's a blueprint. It's, it's a literal. It's a pat. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. Yeah, it's a blueprint. It's, it's a blueprint for narcissism. There's a, You're blueprint. Right. there's a blueprint for narcissism, and they all do the same thing. And, they and it's all, not even, and that's why I, I, we we did a show. Not to cut you off, I'm sorry, but we did a show, um, basically talking about how people, when people think abuse, they just think it's 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 either verbal or physical, right? Missing the part that you have, like we 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 did a show called Gaslighting, uh, or about gaslighting, and that makes you look at it from a different thing. They're breaking down your mental. Right. Physically, it does it too. Like when you're physically abused, that does it too. Verbally, that does it too. But when you're being gaslit, it's like a whole. It's like you're questioning. Like you don't trust your own thoughts. No. Can I share this with you? Totally. Can I share this with you? Yeah. So, um, it there was so many times that he would have convinced me I did something I know I didn't do. Like yeah. I'm like, Christine, are you like, do you have like a double personality and you don't realize what you know? There were times I questioned, did you black out and you don't remember? Or like, mm -hmm. you know, because they it, they gaslight you so badly that you mm -hmm. honestly start thinking, Am I doing this stuff? Like am, yeah. and, 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 and 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 I was mad at I was mad at him because I thought, but that's what they all do. That's what everybody does. That mm -hmm. that's the blueprint. Yeah, I just want to. I, I my question to you, just because I didn't, I don't think we got into this, but we just start jumping in and talking. But I want you to, without going into full detail, but kind of talk about, like, give a summary of your book for, for, for those you want to buy it. Just tell them, like, basically what the book is about, without really going into detail. Okay, so. Um, the book is about my marriage and I met, you know, I met my husband when I was 17 years old. I lost, I had, a, I suffered a, a, a traumatic um, loss when I was nine years old. And um, because of that loss is why I held on to my husband because he replaced that loss. And I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to lose that person in my life again. So the book is about me trying to make my marriage work. If, if that's like the best way I could describe it, just, you know, the things that I went through, the things that I was, the things that I was putting up with, because I refused to lose that person um, that I had, I had lost 
a long time ago. Um, and, you know, all I wanted was this man to love me. That's it. All I wanted, I wanted him to love me. I wanted him, I, I knew I loved him enough to make him love me. And you couldn't tell me that my actions wouldn't make him love me. I think so, that's all of our problems. That's, a lot of us females do that. We want our, we want our actions to make this person love us and want us the way we want them. And it's like sometimes that's just not that's not how it works. And it's not because um, see, I didn't realize that my husband was a narcissist. I thought that he because of his story that that's why he was the way he was. And which it, I mean it is, but. There are men out there that should not be married, that should not never get married, that should never have a girlfriend, that should not try and be in a monogamous relationship um, because they just don't have it in them. And they can grow up in the best households and still mm. and still be like that. And I feel as though my husband is one of them. He just he's just not a man that should be in a monogamous relationship because he doesn't know how to because all he cares about is himself. So. That's kind of what the book is about. Me trying to get this man to love me. If, yeah, if, without getting yeah, too much away. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I felt like like some of it, not necessarily because um, I didn't go through like physical abuse like that, whatever. But like I kind of related to some of the stories in there. Like, oh, like <laughs> <laughs> but it, and even like currently relationships, like relationships I was in previously, like recent, and it just makes you. Like that's why I, that's why I said I text you Saturday was a Saturday no Friday and I said and I told you I was half I was almost done and I said and I said you're you're strong as hell <laughs> like <laughs> like because I, I think the one part that one little blurb in your book was like um you would think I would something like along the lines it wasn't verbatim but it was something like you yes I still am here I still was there I believe that somehow he was going to change and it was like nope no let me why tell you. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, is that okay? So we we we're, we finally like we're we're finally over. It's finally over. It's finally done. But last, and that's since October. But a year ago, almost maybe two years ago, I really I tried to make it work again. I did. I was like, oh, okay, well, you, you know, still trying to make it work. I was still trying to make it work. She was I determined was, because you you I know what, and and I, I get it to an extent of. Here's, here's why I get it from a female standpoint. She had multiple kids by this person. And it was like, and that's one thing, like, and I'm like that too. It's like, I got to start all over again. I got to meet somebody else. I do this, like, I might as well just, and then when you go out and deal with somebody that just on the same bullshit, it's like, I might as well go back to that bullshit. At least I got kids by this person. Like, no, and it's, it's see, that, it's, it, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. If it, it, you know what I'm saying? It's, no, it's that, that, I, that I mindset that you be in. I was single for a year. I didn't meet anybody, you know, didn't talk to anybody. Like I was, you know, really focusing. My son was graduating from high school. My daughter, you know, was 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 doing her thing. I'm, you know, I'm trying to focus on my kids. So I really didn't have the opportunity to meet anyone. But it was like, okay, so here he comes and you know, he wants to make it work again. And you know, he realized, oh, I, you know, um, and I can't even sit here and say he said sorry. He just, you know, let's try to make our family work again. And then, you know, because we're writing the second book. So I can't oh, so you're doing too much into it. We had another end. 
Oh, okay. Yes, okay. Yes, I'm on course. it. I'm on it. So, um, so, you know, so I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm trying to make it work, but this, he's not changing. So in October, I said, that's it. It's over. It's time to move on. Um, but I'm no quitter. Okay. And I, you know, I was going to make this man love me, but now I'm realizing that you can't make nobody love you. Either they do or they don't. And you can be, you you could be the perfect person. Like, and I was, I cooked, I cleaned, I, you know, took care of the kids. I worked, I, you know, I never asked this man for more than what I needed. And, um, you know, cause I always wanted him to build his business. I believed in his dream. I did. I truly believed in his dream and I was going to support his dream by any means necessary. And I gave him all of me taking, having nothing left for myself. So, um, the whole definition of losing yourself in the relationship. I mean, I guess, I, I, guess, I, guess I, I guess a question I have for you, Dan, because I know when I was going through my divorce, the biggest thing was like understanding what we wanted out of the relationship or what we wanted out of the, 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 the partnership and were you were you trying to justify the things because because like when you mentioned being perfect and, and doing doing the the, the chores and, and trying to be uh, a certain you know type of woman for for him were those things that he told you he wanted out of it or things you were trying to justify were were what he should have wanted out of it see what okay what they do is they don't you know like if if they'll, they'll complain, they'll complain all the time. So if you have everything, you know, right and try to do everything perfect, then you'll stop the complaining or you think you'll stop the complaining. But really what, what, what happens is, okay, now you're not going to complain about this, but you're going to complain about so, something else. And I'm one person. So here I am trying to drive my, I'm driving myself crazy, trying to, to trying to, to do everything right. Where when I didn't realize that there was nothing that I could do right, I, there was nothing that I was going to be able to do right. Um, what he was doing was was making me feel was was wanting me to to um to uh, be perfect, wanting to try to be perfect, wanting to to make sure that I everything that I you know everything that I do is to please him. If right. That so that so so that so so there's the, the blueprint and, and that's what I wanted to talk about too was that blueprint for narcissism because I've seen that with people that my sister has dated, people that some other females that I know have dated where they have helped them to, to be what you call more perfect or more acceptable. And, and and then the woman feels like he's doing them a favor, grooming them, not realizing they're just more grooming them for their own like you said, their own <laughs> pleasures and for their own benefits. That's it. That's exactly what they're doing. So um, the, the other the other question I was going to ask that's kind of related to that was in terms of how you, well, I mean, I guess <laughs> you kind of answered that when you said you tried to get back, you know, try to get the family back together. But I guess my question was, how, how did you kind of have that breakthrough that you were like, you know what, enough is enough. To the point where it was like, 
it really was enough. Like, like I know you've gone through the enough is enough a lot, right? But <laughs> when was it like the, the breaking point? <laughs> okay, so honestly, um, so you know, um, we had an incident, and it, you know, I'll I'll give this little piece away. So we had an incident, and the police had to be called, and I had to go down to the station. And the police officer was so nice to me, like just so understanding and like, you know, you don't deserve this. You know, you're too pretty for this. You know, you like, you know, you, you know, you, you like, you deserve better than this. I could not have that police officer come to my house again. There was no way. There was no way I could call the police again and, and have them come. Like he just, he gave me this, um, like self-confidence and like just that little moment he gave me the self-confidence and I was like enough like you 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 know what Christine he's right you don't deserve this you don't deserve to keep putting yourself through this you know um it, but at this point it's going to be better to be by yourself than to be with this toxicity you have to unmute yourself Sonny you have to unmute yourself <laughs> no, well, that, that, would have been, that would have been great if I had done that, right? The whole time I was just talking to myself. No, but <laughs> I have a question, though. So I know when you write books, people usually feel away. People what? And things like that. Um, so my question to you is, did he reach out regarding the book? Oh, oh yes. No. Okay. So when we when we when i moved out when we moved when we separated i had left my um email open on his thing so he read the whole he read the whole rough draft um because me and bobby bobby wrote the book bobby bean wrote the book um i just you know i i told her what happened and then she made up you know she she turned it into a story so he saw our, our whole communication um through email so he read the whole draft and the only thing like he really didn't have anything to say. Like it's all, it's, 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 some stories did not happen that way. It is specifically one story about um, a car, but, <laughs> but. Hold on, that's hold, on. That's, hold on, we're gonna have to that's, chat later. Cause I think that's why I'm not, okay. <laughs> that, that was Bobby's imagination that it did happen. Don't get me wrong. It did happen. But it didn't it, happen the way that she. She okay. like that was for a year old. That was for excitement. I'm like, but that was it was already an exciting story, Bobby. But so um she make it so, hot. <laughs> yes, yeah, she say hot. But um but Oh wait, so, are we talking about the begin at the beginning of the book? No, no, no. no. Oh, oh, okay, about to say. Oh, oh, sorry, okay. Okay. That was what I like to call the rebellious stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I I call myself getting revenge. <laughs> that was a whole oh, rebellion. Like I'm like, okay. hell no. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's some ups and downs. I'm still trying to tell people, read this book. There's some ups and downs. There's some exciting parts, definitely. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's a page turner. It really is. And I didn't not, um, and like I remember you telling me, like, oh, you can sit down and read it in one day. I didn't. I didn't. You, you, I mean, really, if I'd have had, if I if I'd have got my book earlier in the day yesterday, I would have finished it. I would have literally. No, no, I sat there and I was just like, I had to take them, but I maybe because I know her, and I was just like, wait a minute, no, this, 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 this is too much. This is too much. No, because like I said, it's not that, it's, and it's not that I don't want to say this. So it's not like I put you up on this pedestal that you couldn't be like right. like normalized for for regular right. folk, but it's just that. 
how I look at you is completely different. Right. And it but was it wasn't that it wasn't that it made the book made me look at you as less than. Right. No. It made me understand, like, cause and and, and people, cause I do it from time to time. Like, I I know I had a conversation with somebody about something that happened in my life, and they looked at me like I was crazy. Right. Because they were on the outside looking in, it's like you would never know that because that's not what I I put out there. And um, so like, and that's why I say you really you never really know. Like I, that's why I said at the beginning of the show, you never really know a person. Even though you know them, you don't really know, not unless you've been there their whole entire life and know everything they went through. But who's going to share everything they went through in their life? No, because a lot of people are embarrassed. A lot yeah. of people are embarrassed to, 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 to share their stories because the one thing that I used to hate when people say is, oh, my God, I could never. Well, you know, that was, that was like motivation for me. Oh, well, I'm going to show you my marriage is going to work. When you say I could never because... Love is a drug. Love is a bad drug. Yes, and, it is. <laughs> and, 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 and I've been on that drug before. Yes. And, <laughs> but, and you know how drug addicts chase their drug? I was chasing love and I was going to prove everyone and everybody wrong. No, we're going to make it. We're going to be that testimony because, you know, we, 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 we come from a church where men like my husband um, change and do get better. As far as what they show us. So yeah. I'm sitting here thinking that I can love this man and I'm going to love this man to change. And that's and what made me think about that too, about you guys coming to church and stuff and like wondering, like I, this, 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 I'm an odd person. So I'm like used to wonder, like, how does he, like, how does he sit? How was he able to sit there? Because, okay, you have, what you also have to remember is that these men justify their actions. Yeah. They had there's a cause for everything. He never came home and just started hitting me. It was never, and you know, there are women out there that are that are going through that. That wasn't my story. My story was we would start arguing. He'd tell me to shut up. No, make me shut up. And then the next thing you know, we fight him. Or he thinks I'm flirting with somebody or somebody's flirting with me. And now instead of approaching the man, you want to take it out on me. Or yeah. now you want to start start an argument because you want to go out there and, and so, but now you're going to have to hear my mouth and my mouth is very slick. I'm as nice as I'm the nicest person you'll probably almost ever meet. But when that, when that switch goes off, I will cut you with this tongue. I mean, I will cut you to your core. So it was never, it was never just, Oh, you looked at me funny and now bam, you, you got hit. It was, there was always, he always justified his reason. He always By justified. Your, Right, but by action. Yes. How you doing? I'm Dane. Hi, um, how are you? Okay, I've been listening to your story since you started. Um, actually, I was listening to you offline at first. Right. Um, the, the part that I just want to ask you a question on, uh, maybe you can give me some perspective, is if somebody's flirting with you, how is it your fault and he had to take it out on you? I Thank you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but see, a lot I, I, of men do I, that. Yeah, no, I understand. No, I understand they do that, but it makes no rational sense. And I know family members and close friends of mine who's been in domestic violence, um, domestic uh, situations. You know, just yeah, situations. And it always baffles my mind. It always, dry, you know, boils my blood when I hear about stuff like this because you should not put your hands on anybody, male or female. No so matter if. Talking back or not, it's just no, no, it's, words don't 
put your fist, you know, just because Sunny got a big mouth or she's cut at me, <laughs> don't, don't mean that I have my rights to put a they fist petty. in that's her why they gotta, That's why I be cussing no. them out, Christine. See, see, that's why I be like, just be more petty with Sunny. Just get back at her. <laughs> no. no. See, you know what? I, honestly, and I know we blame everything on slavery, but you have to remember, slavery, it, it, it wasn't because he, he didn't, he didn't, hit me because somebody flirted with me or he didn't hit me because it was a control issue. It was um, one thing that the reason why the master beat the slave, it wasn't because it was to control him. It was to get him to what he wanted to do. Right. So we men were taught men and, but not even just men because there's women out there that do it too. People were taught that the best way to control someone is to hit them. And, and we do that with our children too, when we spank them. Although a lot of these children needed to be spanked, but that's a different type of, like when I spank my kids, I tell them I'm spanking you because I'm trying to save your life. I'm I, like, you can't be out here acting crazy, doing crazy things because then the next thing you know, you're going to disrespect the police officer and get killed. So that's yeah. why I'm chastising you. But, People just, and just history has taught us the best way to control someone is through violence. Um, you beat them, right, you beat them into the mission. Yep, exactly. And, 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 so, and, and especially in the black community, I, I promise you, if more black, more, there are more black women out there that are dealing with this than that want, than, than, that want to admit that they're dealing with this. Because slavery has taught the black man how to control. Slavery taught the black man how to control people through beating. So that's what these men are doing. It, it, it's a control issue. It has nothing to do with this man flirting with me. My husband wanted to, okay, I see this man flirting with you. You see this man flirting with you. Just know if you mess with this man, I'm going to beat you up. And that's what that was about. Yeah, but that's crazy because like at the end of the day, you you married like so you marry somebody and they're pretty or dating the female and she's pretty or for the vice versa, the female dating the man that's very attractive, people flirt. It's an insecurity issue. Are you that insecure? Because if you're secure in your spot and you know that, that that person is your person, you shouldn't be needing to like, you should understand that they're cute. People gonna talk to them or people gonna let me, let me you tell you. What, oh no, go ahead, sweetie. Oh, no, I don't want to say, for me, that's an ego boost. I'm like, oh, he's trying to throw on my woman. I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Thanks, my man, but right, we take, exactly, we, we good exactly. here. We good here. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, apparently she looked, apparently she looked good, or she, or she, she putting out the right energy, so I'm, I'm with it. That's Let me tell you. My dog, my, my dog, my dog, but does she mind, though? <laughs> No, but women would flirt with my husband all the time because he was very attractive. He, yeah, that's why right. I don't get it. So women and I like, had to do the same thing. Yeah, like, he is cute. He is cute. <laughs> He's cute. I know he is. But you know, if I'd have known back then what I know now, I'd have probably, but I'd have probably got him a little mad. I would have. <laughs> but but when they would flirt with him, I'd be like, "That's my man. That's right. That's my husband." <laughs> you know, and I never could understand why he was.
wasn't that way with me. Like, you should be proud. I'm not out here doing anything. I'm like, can't nobody say they're sleeping with me. So you should walk around proud that I'm your, you know, that I'm with you. But it wasn't, it wasn't about, it wasn't about the men flirting with me. It was about me making sure that I don't take that flirtation too far because I know I'm going to get my butt whooped. If, 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 if I'm going to get my butt whooped because He's flirting with me. Imagine what I do if I mess with what imagine what's gonna happen if I mess with him. That's what that message was about. Yeah. Just craziness. I wanna talk about um well, I wanna well not really the question. I wanna talk about how you felt um stepping into different worlds. I'm gonna just put it like that because I wanna get in okay. I wanna dive into the book. But how did it feel stepping into these new experiences, I'm gonna say experiences or worlds that you stepped honestly, into. Honestly, it was liberating for me. It was because I've always wanted to, I've always had an interest in it, but um, uh, I felt as though that was a treat, you know, and he never deserved that treat. He never, yeah. like, he was never a good it's enough like it person. Yes, yes. It's like, that should have been you. <laughs> 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 I wasted the good surprise on you. Yes, no, you know, it was, it was a treat. It was, you know, um, it was something that I always wanted to do. I always, you know, like, but, but I always knew that he had side pieces. I always knew that, you know, so finally one day he came to me and he was like, um, well, uh, you know, he just was honest and we had a really great conversation. And we were going to really try to make it work this time. And so then I was honest with him. I was like, well, this is something that I want to do. And mm -hmm. I mean, you, if he honestly, if he would have said no, I would have been disappointed. But so I would have been, right, because I wouldn't have been able to do that. But I would have been flattered at the same time, too, because now you really, like, it's really just about me and you right now. Yeah. Um. Would I have done that again? Heck no. Do you no. think that? Do you, but do you think that if he had had that conversation in the beginning, before all the extra his extra activities? No, we did. So we at did the beginning, there would have been. We did have the conversation in the beginning. He always knew that I was always, you know, curious mm -hmm. because you know we watch stuff and we, you know, whatever. But he always knew I was curious, but I told him, first off, you got to be my husband. Because I know, you know, I know I, I belong to these groups and the girls be like, oh, I can never do that with my husband. Well, you shouldn't be doing it with your boyfriend either. So, but what, who we, listen, listen, we're not going to have that conversation because I listen, I listen. Willie know my, um, listen, I don't know, Christine, if you missed my, missed my blog before, my, my old blog, but if you have seen my old blog, and you would have, You'd have been in that way. You'd be like, listen, I got rules and stuff. You gotta, you gotta listen. Listen and uh, no. But I think, but I think a lot of people. But I, I ask that question because I think a lot of people do things because because their spouse or their mate or their other half wants them to do things versus them actually want to do it. So it's not like so when they do it, they regret it or they don't want to or they feel like they sh like not that they shouldn't have done it, but they just feel odd because they felt like they they only did it because. No, see, I didn't that do they wanted to do. That's why I wanted to know, like, how, like, your thoughts on that. Like, did you feel regretted because of, like, regretting it absolutely because it was that person and you wasted the good surprise on them? Absolutely. But to feel like you regret the whole experience, no, because you, it's something that you wanted to do. So like, right. This is something that I really wanted to try. So let me, that I can say that I've done that. 
how I felt about it, whatever the case may be, and move on from it. Now, see, now my, whichever one, except to you. But up until we started doing the lives, Bobby always thought that I did it to, um, you know, to try to get him to love me. And I was like, no, I, you know, I mean, th- it would make for a nice story, but no, that's not true. Um, yeah. I, but I think that's what a lot of people would, would think by reading that. They would think, that's why I said I asked the question because I wanted to see the thought process behind it. Because I know it's a lot of, not saying that you, that was the sole reason, but I just wanted to know, was that the reason or was it something that you wanted? You know what that, that's what I wanted. I wanted to try it. You know, I'm I, I'm a sneak. You know, lady in the street. <laughs> you know, like and you did. Yes. So, um, the only thing that I regret about it is that it with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? I regret doing it. He didn't deserve it. He never deserved it. He, you know, it, it it was that was a facade. That was just and and I don't know what the facade was about, but. The whole, you know, let's make this work and I'm going to act right and I'm going to treat you right. And it's going to be all about me. I don't it, it was just a facade. And and it wasn't I feel as though. He did not deserve that. He yeah. did just didn't. I don't think he deserved it either. But, you know, I, I can, <laughs> can I ask a question? Can, um, can I ask you a question, Christina? Sure. It's about how, how old were you when you got with him? 17. 17. See, a lot of guys um, are really mature enough to handle a lot of stuff that, that way. Um, so you probably did, you did waste a good gift on him. Like, if you were oh, no, older, no, he did no, this. We, that, a... that didn't happen until we were 40. I turned 40 and lost my mind. I did. Yeah. I was like, you know what? <laughs> No, you turned for you living your best life just for a little bit. No, but no, but I was like, I'm about to die. I gotta do things. You know, I I turned forty and had a second kid, so (laughs) you're doing things differently. (laughs) No, I was like, oh my god, my life is almost over. I'm forty. My life is almost over. I gotta start. I gotta start doing things. And that's one thing. And that's one thing I don't. I don't want to like. And that's why. See, I live my my best life in my in, in my mid twenties into my thirties. Same here. And probably, I still got some years to live my best life. <laughs> but no, it's over. It's over. It's a lot. Of, no, no, it's never going to be over. As long as I'm single, <laughs> as long as I'm single, it's never going to be over. As long as I'm still single, it'll never be over. And probably in a relationship, it probably will never be over. But I just feel like, um, I just feel like you 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 get to that point. Where you just like, and that's one thing that like, you have to be able to express yourself in the, in that type of manner. Because if you get, then you get that shoulda, coulda, woulda, those regrets, those things, and stuff like that. So you got to live your life. And at the end of the day, you can't live it for nobody. You got to do what you want to do. But I always tell people, you got to do things. Don't ever do stuff because people want you to do them. Do them because that's what you want to do. Because it makes it that much better, especially if the experiences and stuff like that. Like you have to, you have to. And that's I'm at 37. And I'm telling people that. I've been telling people that. I've always promoted. Have it be healthy, be safe, and do shit responsibly. Um, that's right. always been my my motto. But um, <clears throat> my other question, because I was confused, but but I think you you pretty much answered it. So Bobby actually wrote okay. the book for you, so she was your writer, and right. you. Cause I, I was confused because I'm like, okay, who's this Bobby person? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. I look. I can barely write a sentence. I'm a numbers person. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, and it was funny because she had posted this story on, I knew I wanted to tell my story. Um, mm-hmm. This was after, this was like right after I finished chemo. Mm-hmm. So I, I went to her. You got to talk about that too. Yeah, I went to her and um, I was like, Bobby, let's write my story. I kid, kid you not. You know how some people, you'd be like, are you, some people would be like, are you sure? Are you sure? She was like, okay, let's do it. So, and then we just did it. Um, the one thing that I will say about the other thing though, it just, just because I wanted to get this. If I did not do it for me, oh, it would have been way worse. I would have regretted yeah. it. I would, I don't even think I would have put it in the book. If I didn't do it for me, I have a lot of people that I know that have done things and then they regretted it later because it's not something that's why I said it's not something they wanted to do. They, wanted they to felt do. uncomfortable about it, felt weird after the fact. And it's like, that's why I strongly suggest you never do anything that you don't want to do, whether it's oral sex or not. Like, because people have issues with that. Right. Don't no. pull it if you don't want to do it. Like, just that might not be the person for you. I don't know. Exactly. If it's not for you, it's not for you. I love, I love you. <laughs> I, had to show it. I had to show it. Um, Willie, did you have a question? No, I love the pictures. I love the pictures from the thing. Yeah, shout out to Fred Everett. Um, he's um he's actually a uh, photographer, but he does artwork. His 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 artwork is his photography. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was the coach of my son's um baseball team. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to him, and I know this that this book was ordained by God because my girlfriend Elise uh, Pen I say her name wrong all the time, her last name wrong, but it's De Simone Pandafini. Mm-hmm. Pen- yes, but Elise, um, I worked with you her. At you, go, you know what she's talking about? Yes. <laughs> so Fox and C. She, she's on Fox and C. She owns Fox. She's the owner of Fox and C. Um, exactly. So uh, she actually put cover together we i worked for i worked with her she did that for free for me um uh fred everett all i had to do was um allow him to use my pictures other pictures that he took as his artwork and he did that for me for free and just the way this book and then me and me and bobby we went to college together um as you you read in the book we were in college together So um, this this book was really ordained by God. It, it really was just the way it came together. Now, do you that's, see? That's now, do you see uh, like TV shows and other instances where they have uh, these domestic violence? Do you see it a little differently now since you've been through it? Yes. Now you know what I have a little bit. Um, I never you, the crazy and this is this is so crazy but I never as I was going through it I never looked at myself as a domestic violence survivor. I I okay. In my community this is normal. You know you, people fight. You like you know you I you throw something at him, he throws something at you, he chokes you up like um I was watching uh the interview with Drea and they were talking about Meg the Stallion, you know. Sh- Andrea was like, "I wish somebody loved me enough to shoot me in the foot." So I well, never looked. Andrea from Basketball Wives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She so she was on there. She was like, "I wish somebody loved me enough to shoot me in the foot." 
Was she being funny? No, she wasn't being funny. She was was trying to be funny, but was being serious at the same time. Same time, yes. No, she was very, like, and then you see, I see a lot of young girls on Facebook, like, yeah, he came in there and hemmed me up, like, thinking that that's cute, that that's the way that they show love. And for the longest time, okay, the first time my husband hit me, I was like, oh, he really loves me. That, like, that was the sick thought that went through my mind. He really loves me. He put his hands on me. And but that's that's what the young girls in our community are seeing. You know, oh, he comes into the he comes in there and he, you know, chokes you and, and drags you up out of there. That's because he loves you. No, but this is this is what is being told. And that's what I saw. So I was like, oh, well, this is really love. Yeah, and I think that's another thing that we don't we don't realize. And I think you said that in the book that we don't realize how being in situations like that and our kids seeing it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and how it affects them. And you don't want, especially like for our boys to think that that's how they show love to a female or you don't want our girls to think that's how love is. That's why you get the, that comment from Drea. You get comments from people that think that, oh, he just choked me up and I lost conscious for a couple minutes, but he, he made sure I was all right afterwards. It's that mentality of thinking that it's justifying the actions like 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 just say like it's justifying the actions and it's also saying make making people think it's okay no yes and if they grow up in that that's what they know and then it's a pattern so and that's the worst that was i i I grew up in a house um where it was domestic violence um but my my mom dealt with that and it was and like in, in my mind it was like I can never go through that. No, yeah. My, my daughter, it, my, my, Torrey will never, I dare no, but you see, I, but see, I said that. But see, I'm talking about physical abuse. I said that, right? Right. And that was my mentality growing up. I'm never going to go through that. And I even wanted to protect my mom at times. I remember me and her getting me, not me and her, me and one of her spouses getting into it, a full-blown match, shouting match and fist fight, like, I was a kid and I was like, I'm tired. Like I'm she not I'm not coming home to her being messed up. Like you not even like fuck you. Like I was on that type of wave. Right. And I remember one of my former best friends' mom went through that and we jumped my her mom's boyfriend. Like that's that's the type of wave I was on. So I remember <laughs> no, and I remember one of my boyfriends that I had lived with told me something. He said something to me one day. And I said to him and I said to his grandma, if he ever put his hands on me, I'ma beat the fuck out of him. And I'm and I'ma call the ambulance. And I'm gonna be at the hospital and I'm gonna call y'all. Y'all better not say nothing. Because y'all know if I put my, if I fucked him up, he put his hands on me. This man was 6'2, big and buff, like almost Willie Willy size. Like, and I was way smaller than I am now. If he puts his hands on me, I'm stabbing him and I'm gonna call the ambulance. And y'all won't see me no more. I'm waiting for y'all to get there and I'm out. Um, but in the same token, I was being gaslighted. Right. I went through multiple relationships. I was being in, in a gaslighting situation. And it was like, you know how you say, oh, I'm not going to get nobody, nobody going to put their hands on me. They don't have to put their hands on you for them to, them to abuse you. And it wasn't until we did that show about gaslighting that I was sitting there like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, because you say that oh, I'm, I'm never going to be an, a, an abuse person. I'm never going to be abused. I'm never going to be this and a third. Like, literally, like to what you said, mm-hmm. I was getting in arguments, apologizing for shit I never did. Like, that's like, I was, 
I would I would like the argument would start off as um well you hurt my like me saying you hurt my feelings by because you did XYZ and blah 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 to me in tears, hysterically crying, apologizing for something not for me expressing my feelings. Right. But I'm thinking, but in my mind, that was something wrong. So I'm just right. like, well, maybe I should have said it this way. And I'm oh, I ruined your day. Like I'm at work crying <laughs> hysterically. <laughs> But I ruined your day, so I apologize. And that was and that was the one thing that I noticed not only in the book, but also in the experiences that I've that I've you know heard about from friends and family that have gone through similar situations, is that um not only the the gaslighting with which makes you think either that you're at fault or that you have done something wrong, but also that that counter protection. The, the one thing that, that struck me at the beginning of the book and, and that I've noticed is, is a big pattern that you see is where women feel like they want to be with this man because he's a protector or that he's fulfilling something that they weren't getting at home or that they weren't getting from other people who they felt should have been protecting them. But then they flip that role quickly and it's like they're now trying to protect not only the image of the relationship but that man but that person yeah and, yes. and yes. trying to protect him from others and and you know i don't want to give away what happened in that right in that in that that first incident but it was like that was so it was so um uh textbook it was like yeah like this is something you see every time it's like oh no it, it wasn't it wasn't that it was this and making excuses and coming up with with reasons oh, why yeah. it happened versus the and real the initial of he took care of me after can, mind, you know. can i just share this one thing with you guys so um i when we first got together i had lied to my husband about somebody that i had been with like every other woman in the world Okay, wasn't the first one, <laughs> right. but you know, later on, I came, I came, it, I came clean. Um, you know, I had dealt before I even met my husband. I had dealt with one of his cousins, and like I had regretted ever. I, and it, the thing is, is that I didn't just lie to him; I lied to everybody about it. I, you know, it was just one of those situations I was embarrassed about. Right. So uh, the whole marriage, oh, you, you know, you lied to me about dealing with because I'm like, but I didn't lie to just you. So, yeah, you, but now he's dealing with a girl who dealt with three of his cousins. So that never really bothered oh, wow. you, did it? Oh, wow. <laughs> that never really bothered you. He's probably doing the same That's thing to them that he was doing to you and, exactly. and bring that up every chance he gets. Just, right. just, I hit you because you, my cousin, three yes. of them. <laughs> but here's the thing. You you knew, but he knew that she was, you know, he knew that, you know, she had been with, with the other cousins. So you heard me, the fact that I was with your cousin before I met you wasn't the problem. You used that as an excuse to treat me like shit throughout the relationship because that was the only thing that you had to use as an excuse. Mm -hmm. So th they will, like... That's the gaslighting. The, like the like, they will use whatever they can to make you mm -hmm. feel like shit, so that they yeah. can have reasons for 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 the abuse. They they have justification for the abuse. Right, right. Like, and that's the thing too, because it's like that. It's like that. Um, what do they say? Like, you, you you go through like so. It's two things I wanted to say. So at the beginning, it's always the the first the first initial altercation and then they fix you 
right. quote unquote, fix you. And pop. I didn't mean to do that. I don't no. know what I was thinking. I've never put my hands on people before. Blah, 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 and all that hoopla. Mm -hmm. But then it repeats. And then it's always, this is what a lot of people, a lot of people, um, I guess it's the honeymoon phase. It's that honeymoon phase. Everything is lovely. It's all great. And then that's how people end up in, in, in body bags because now something has set them off completely and it's they've they've beaten due to the end of their life and you basically like not not in your case, but you have people that end up dead because they went through that honeymoon phase, everything was fine. It was good for like a couple of weeks and then all of a sudden the straw broke the camel's back and they lost they were so enraged that they lost control of what they were doing and completely like kill somebody so like you you want to get out before then you want to get out at the beginning but sometimes i think that's when people like realize that that's the chance that's a chance to jump ship you see them a lot you see a lot of different things and they talk about that i need to go because i think that was gonna be my last day no yes oh go, go ahead no please yeah oh no i was just gonna say but i, I think i think that's the biggest thing is is understanding that you're you're not you're not the only one that's gone through this. Also, understanding that these red flags are there for a reason, right? And and that that's you know, and I think that's the hardest part to get through. And unfortunately, it's usually women that it's hard to get through for them is to understand. Like I I know I don't need to go through this, or I don't need to accept this to to have love. And either it's because of maybe some broken relationships, maybe it's from some past. Um, some past, you know, issues that they've had, but it's it's understanding that there's there's something better out there, and and this is a glaring, you know, a glaring uh, uh, mark on this relationship that needs to end, and and it doesn't need to continue. And, and See, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, okay. Um, I just wanted to say this one thing: what they do, and the first thing that they do is they break down your self confidence. My, like, okay, what you see in, in this screen is not what I see. Well, now I do, because my, my confidence has risen back up. But I my self-confidence was so low that because this man took everything that, you know, he took my past, used it against me, um, just made me feel like, just made me feel bad about myself. So, and then, and then a lot of, also we get a, we get a lot of our self-confidence from our parents. You know, your parents telling you that you're beautiful, even though you think that the children aren't listening, they are. My father never told me I was beautiful, not because he didn't think I was beautiful, but because he just never saw me as beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, you, you know, baby girl, you're beautiful just never came out his, his mouth. So. You know, people, you know, outside people tell you you're beautiful and you're like, oh, they're just being nice. You know, so I never, he broke that self-confidence down. And because my self-confidence was so broken down, um, it, it allowed me to stay. Like, I thought I did really did not think I could do any better. I really think he was the cream of the crop. You, you know, I couldn't do any better. So I might as well just take it. And that's the sad part because I, I do you have men that prey upon women that are broken to an extent? They're broken, yeah, yeah. And they do the things like that's how you get predators and pedophiles and and you know molested. like they break on they, they prey on people that are not necessarily um, all all together. And so they they say, hey, you're beautiful. 
you know, different things. They, 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 they engage you to see what your response is. And by your response and how you respond to it, they, they know how to reel you in. Right. Right. And that's the sad part because you have you have people that are that prey upon people and know that they're broken. Like you, you get a lot of people do a lot of time is I don't want to say because I hate saying this, but I don't want to say I don't want to male bash and say it's always men. But when like well, like we, we say on our podcast, you, we look at men as predators. We don't see females as predators. Some females are predators, too. They look at broken men, you know, the men that didn't have a stable mom in their life and stuff like that. So they be they kind of engage them that way so like it's, it's that predatory mentality that that, that disgusts me right so and you know, what know you open and you're gonna come right in and and not to help fix them but to break them down more because you know you can actually it's a no. couple of years um a lot of women have been coming out being um caught yeah uh, school teachers they've been getting caught predating uh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, think about it. Think you have, okay, you have um, uh, NBA, M- M- NBA, NFL, you know, baseball players who oh. in high school couldn't get a date to save their lives. Now they're in the NBA, they're in the NFL, they're in the uh, whatever, and now all these beautiful women are after them. They're taking advantage of the fact that these players, that like that they couldn't get dates in high school, and now they're preying on them and they're 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 having babies by them, getting those ten thousand dollar checks. That's just as wrong. Just because you know, like th- that's just as wrong. These women are preying on these men, um, you know, to 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 get a payday. Yeah, and that's and it's sad because if you don't recognize that. No, nope. like you like, like I said, they're already broken. They nobody never really paid them attention. They probably had some of them may have like and it's you know how and that that's one thing i'm kind of getting off topic but you know how it's this needs to be a podcast at some point how when you have those men that their mothers that mothers that aren't like there whatever reason drugs miscellaneous things they just they just whatever is not there those are broken men because you gotta look at like this from their standpoint their mom you had them Mm -hmm. you're just gonna be a deadbeat like and that's why i say like it for me it, it, it's going to sound a little messed up, but I'm going to just be honest. It's more so likely, like, it's, it's more normalized to hear that it's a deadbeat dad. Yeah. When I hear a deadbeat mom, that pisses me off to the extreme. Because it's like, how? Because it's like, you carried that person for nine months. Yes. yes. You pushed her or however they got out. Yeah. You had bonded yeah. with this child. You're going to just be a deadbeat? <laughs> right. See, but, but you have to remember, some women have children just just to have children, just because they want to have a baby by this man, and, and they want to have a baby, baby by them. And then, and then the next thing you know, the man don't want to have the baby. They don't want to be in the woman's life, so now they're pushing the baby off. They never wanted the baby in the first place. Right. Yeah. So that's that's how they. That's how that. Because there's no way. What? No. One time when I got pregnant with my younger son. <laughs> My boss was like, well, did you ever think of adoption? Ain't nothing that's coming out of me going to live. I'm not going to know where it is. Right. Like, right. it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Like, no, we're not. No, adoption is not an option. <laughs> right. And, you know, so, and, and some women just don't, some not say women, but adults don't want to re- live up to responsibility of caring for another child. They want to continue to think they're single or had a party life. Like, well, had a kid. After I get um off restriction, I'm going back to partying. No, you have a child right. to take care of. 
And sometimes they're being um, catered to their grandparents or parents, whoever's taking care of them to help oh. take care of their grandchild or That's whoever. the worst possible thing. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I may sound bitter because I don't have a babysitter on standby. My son is always with me. But my, when my mom, God rest her soul, was on this earth, my mom used to call me and request my kids. Can you, can you, can you give me my kids? <laughs> right, right. I'm like, I don't got nothing to do. Can, 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 can you bring my kids though? Like, I don't care what you got to do. Can you bring them? And right. I used to laugh because I didn't, I'm like, I am now. I don't really go nowhere. Like, yeah, I want to go out here and there, but I didn't really go anywhere. So my mom really had to call me. And I remember she took my son for like, um, the longest my mom had my son was when I went back to work. She had him for a month and a half. Do you know, I felt the way that I had to go visit my baby because of my work schedule, I had to bring him on Sunday. Uh, I would go visit him throughout the week, pick him up on Friday and bring him back Sunday night. Like I was a weekend mom. I felt like I was a dead <laughs> baby. <laughs> like, like, no, no, I get it. Janina, like, Janina's gone for more than two days, two, three days. I'm like, okay, Christine, don't get used to this. Cause you know, you are a mom. You 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 still got it. You gotta go get your. You gotta go get your baby. No, but I wasn't doing anything. I just was like, all right, can I can I go get them now? Cause I'm doing nothing. Right? <laughs> can I get my babies? And even if I did, like if I went out partying, I was up at like ten, eight, ten, like nine, ten o'clock, going to get my babies. Like, all right, mom. It's like you're not gonna stay. I'm like, no, I just want them back. Like, I just want them back. No, because you, you, like we all, we as mothers, like every Friday, Friday night is my night. I go out on Friday nights. I wish. Like, I know, shoot, I have to, okay? I if need I to. Yeah, thank you. Look, I, every Friday night, Sarita, just hit me, just, just hit me up. So well, I got to find a babysitter now. My, my, my daughter leave for college on the 29th. Oh. On Saturday. Oh, and I'm, and I'm, I'm still dealing with that because when she leaves, who I'm going to yell at? I mean, I mean her brother, of course. <laughs> But like, I had her for 18 years in my household. It's like, so you about to go? Like, so I know if I call her, she's not going to answer me all the time. No, and it's going to be hard at first. The, when, Hezekiah <laughs> left, yeah, when Hezekiah left, I was I was crying. I cried for like, you know, three days, you know, a couple of days. But now I'm like, when do you leave again? <laughs> when does when does school start? We, right. When can we take you to your dorm? <laughs> no, because in my no. First of all, I've been kicking her out since she was. I told her at eighteen, she getting a thirty day notice. Right. Um, <laughs> and then today she made me mad, and I said Saturday coming here quick enough. I'm going ball. I'm going to cry. You sure are. I'm going to go lay in her room at night. Let me go to bed in here tonight because I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I, I got I got another question for Christine though because I had uh, I was thinking about the. Uh, some of the I was reading some of the reviews and I was reading some of the things that you were corresponding with people back and forth about the book. And one of the things that I think you had mentioned was that your your kind of your mission or your goal was to um, kind of to reach other women. And so I wanted to talk about what 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 your goals are, what your goals were for the book and now what they are for the book now that it's really out and people are really responding to it. Okay, so my my goal for writing the book, I want to build a community center. I do. Um, I feel as though our people are suffering from lack of knowledge. You know, back in the day, um, we didn't have very many opportunities. There weren't very, but now times are changing. You know, um, if I don't know if you if you watch the Black Lives Matter movement, you, more white people are with us, mm -hmm. and. And now it's not so much about the color of your skin, it's about the knowledge in your head. Right. And 
you can start your own business and we can start our own businesses. And you know what? You may not be Beyonce, but Beyonce has a whole team behind her. And best believe she's going to want to hire you before she hires anybody else. But she has to hire who, she, who the best people. So the community center is to teach our children um, how to be the best. So, so um, Sarita, you wanted to be an actress. I, I think she should have been an actress. Oh, yeah, I did. Yes. I, did. Yes. I did. I forgot all about that. Wow, you remember that? Yes. So, <laughs> you got some hidden talent up there? What? Oh, she yeah. Really oh, yeah. She does. So, um, she I'm the all the church, please. Right? So <laughs> she, she, would come, um, she would come into the program and she would join the drama club. Um, she would do you first school first, you know, you yeah. have to maintain your grades, whatever. But then I'm gonna show her you, you may not be um Taraji, uh I forget her last name. Taraji. Taraji, yes. You may not be Taraji, but Taraji got a whole team and you're an actress, so you're gonna know what to do to be, you know, to help Taraji. Um me, I wanted to be a gynecologist, so I would have joined the bio the, the science program. And I would have, to, I would, we'll teach children how to be a gynecologist. Our children need to learn how to become the things that we see, and because they're not being taught in school. And 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 honestly, it's not really the school's job to teach them. It's our job to teach. It's it's our job as parents to teach them. But we have parents that aren't teaching. Where's Clint when you need him? Because she needs so, to hear this. <laughs> that's no. what that's what that's that's what Clint always says. It's not just right. the school's job; it's our job. It's our job. So I want to start an after school program, community center. So um, so that's why I wrote the book. So but now that I'm doing like getting into the book and 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 leaving and 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 starting to find my own power, I want to empower people be their best. Um really my main focus is women right now, um, because we're the ones that's lacking the confidence and um uh I'm tired of us uh, fighting each other over dick. I mean, I guess it's 11 o'clock. I guess I can say that no, now, right? Good. You, 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 you can say that 10 o'clock. You, that's fine. You can say that 10 59. What'd she say? Her. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm so tired. No. I'm so I had to tired of us as women fighting over the dick. I had to, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I had to change my room because my kid was in my room. See, I'm glad I'm No. But no, but I, I really am like, and, 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 and I like, now I want to empower women to, if a man is a help me, he's not your father. He's not your son. He's a help me. And if that man is not being a help me, then you don't need to be with him. Then you need to go find you a help me. And it goes, same thing goes for, for men too. But I'm in my world. I see more women who are helpmates than men who are helpmates. So I like, I feel like I have to focus women right now well if you're yeah. going by the bible the bible said all of us are church going or bible believers on this panel i believe and the bible said the woman is a compliment she's not below you she's not above you you work Thank with you. each other to make your marriage work all right Damon. and that's what that's what a lot of women that's what especially a lot of color a lot of um african-american women need to understand we are not here to we are not here to support you. We are here to help you. And it's a lot of women in our communities that are supporting. Right. right. They're taking care of grown ass people. No, but you know, yeah. I, I think I think no, I'm gonna ask you that. 
I think the other thing too to get people to understand is that when you're in in those different positions, if if it if it's something temporary, that's one thing. But it's like people get caught in a cycle, and again, this cycle of you know constantly supporting, you know, because you're because you can say that, but then somebody will be like, oh well, it's it's you know he's just down on his luck right now, or he's just you know he had this situation. <laughs> I had a friend of mine whose who's, um, uh, significant other lost his job. He was, he was making good money. He had a great career. He lost his job. And it was like one excuse after the other after so much, after so much time went by. And what was crazy to me was like it literally got to like five years, six mm-hmm. years, seven. And it was like, when are you going to make him just, you know, make to start doing something? you know, with this expertise or with this experience. I'm like, and then it got to the point because he was in the same field as I was in. And she came to me one day and was like, can you help him find a job? And I'm like, he's been out of work for this long. His his, his skills are stale. His ability to to uh, keep up is going to be hindered. I was like, it's hard. You know, it's like, you know, and, and but not only that, but I think too, it's just a matter of getting out of the cycle, out of that perpetual you know, uh, um, state of, of support, of constant support. Right. See, after, a couple of me, months, a man, after a couple of months, a man, you can tell if a man really wants to work or not, if he's out on a job. Like, after a couple of months, he's like, he's like a crackhead. He's like, man, I gotta find me a job, man. Uh, can you help me out? Can you help me out? You gotta know anybody who's hiring? You know anybody <laughs> doing this and doing that? Yeah. Like, after a while, a guy was like, yeah, my old lady, yeah, she take care of it right now. After 15 years, that thing should have been. <laughs> 15 years. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something from, from me, personally. I ain't taking care of no grown-ass man. If, you, if I'm with you, if I'm with you, you fall down in your luck, that's one thing. But, sweetheart, we on one month number two. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, you got one month, 30 days. Let's talk about where I work. I work for the Department of Labor. Yeah, no, it, t- it took it, the last time I had lost my job. And I work in HR. I can help you get a resume. Don't do it. Don't do it. I, I got to admit, I got to admit during this pandemic that uh, 600 was looking good. I'm sorry. Uh, I no, was, it does uh, look attractive. <laughs> that's free. It, that's free. Was. it was very it, good until they shut me off. It looked, it, it looked great. <laughs> but, and, and, and now I'm like You looking. should be uncomfortable with, with the female taking care of you. You should very be. Well, you, well no, no. My, so that, this is my thing. I don't want any money. I don't want to make it a double standard. I don't want to make it a double standard. You should be uncomfortable with just another grown person taking care of you. Taking care you of you. Exactly. You a grown. You a whole grown ass person. A whole exactly. grown ass person taking care of you. A whole grown ass person. Okay. So this is my thing. If I if say I because I can be in a situation where my husband can stay home and take care of the kids and cook and clean do everything and I'm out making six figures and our bills are getting paid and we are, we're still helpmates. We're still, we're still in this together. But when I come home, I want to be treated like a man. I want my dinner on the table. I, you know, I don't want to have to clean. I'll take out the garbage. Don't ask me after I don't work the 16 hour shift. What's for dinner? I will kill you. I'm gonna stab you. Well, I know you just walked in, but uh, what's for dinner? 
Yeah, but 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 not even not even just just from a, a gender role perspective. Just back to your point, Christine, being a helpmate, it, it could be help in keeping the house together. It could be helping managing the finances. Yeah. It could be helping yeah. keeping the kids in line, making sure they're getting their, their doing something productive. Because like when when I was when I was working from home most of the time or all the time. And I, it, I might have even had a business at one point. I, I took care of making sure. I mean, I, I wasn't great at the dinner thing, but I took care of making sure the kids. Got, I, I right. I got. I made sure. The, I made sure the kids got to school. Made sure they got to their extracurricular activities. Made sure that the chores around the house were done. Made sure that you know. So there was things that I still took care of because I was home. And it's like that's when, and that's the, and, and that's that's to my point productiveness if you're mm -hmm. sitting at home whatever your dynamic is if you're at whatever you're doing be productive right. there's no way that i should come home from work working as long as i work got to deal with the kids and deal with everything else and you've been sitting in the same spot ain't wash your ass just sitting in the same spot when i left no, i will stab you no no yes and you would be well within your right like what are you doing <laughs> I, listen you'd be well within your right i got to walk through the door as i'm walking and in start cleaning up and you no. in the same spot i left you in this morning you will die <laughs> Yes, no, and that's not right. That's not right. That's abuse. I wouldn't do it to you. That's, that's another level of abuse. I couldn't yeah. even sit home on, on, on home maternity leave and not do nothing. I, like, <laughs> I can't even do this. That, I that's my wife. Was, I, I can't even be sitting here with my little percentage of my sixty cents. What sixty percent of my salary at that time? No, but I need my whole paycheck. I'm I'm going back. I don't need to bond. I bond with him. Nine months. We good. I love Sonny. Nah, I, I had, you know, every day when no. I was pregnant, my family like, are you going home? Are you going to start maternity leave? Like, right. no, what am I going to do? Uh, uh. <laughs> All right. So I got, I got one, I think I got one more question. So in terms of everything you've been through, the things that you've seen, how, how would you help, not not help, but how would you guide another woman in terms of the next steps to get out of the cycle? Okay, the first thing, I, if, 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 if I encountered a woman that was going through this, the first thing I'm gonna ask her is, why do you feel you, why do you feel you deserve this behavior? Why do you feel like you deserve to be abused? Because the first act, and, and this goes for me too. After the first time that he hit me and I didn't leave, I told him I deserved that. Because if I, did, if I didn't feel as though I deserved that, I would have left. Mm -hmm. So my question to her is, why do you feel like you deserve this abuse? And so the first thing she's going to say is, I don't deserve this. So, so then why are you dealing with that? Um, because I can't leave. Why can't you leave? You know, like why, like you, we have to start making women think, you know what I can like, believe me when I left, um, I had no clue of how I was going to pay my rent. I was on unemployment. I got laid off from my job. I had no clue of how I was going to pay my rent. Um, I had no clue of where we were going to live, what we were going to do. But I just had to do it, and now, how I can say my 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 um, I wanted to show other women that 
leaving is not just, it's not just something that you should do. It's something you have to do because I don't care how much you think you can change this man or how much you think you can, um, you know, make this man love you. You can't because he doesn't love you. Any man that's going to put his hands on you doesn't love you. And that's just the hard truth. Um, and I am so much happier now. Like, ev like everybody, all my friends, like, oh my God, we missed this Christine. Where has this Christine? Like some friends forgot this Christine because it's been so long. So I, I just would tell women that, you know, that man doesn't love you. You need to love yourself and you need to move on. You need, you need to get out. And if, even if, you know, even if you don't think you, I didn't think I could, but you just got to do it. Now, I have a question mm -hmm. from your perspective. How, what advice could you give men who are very abusive? Uh, maybe somebody who, wants to change but don't know how or they have a you know sometimes they say this is a cycle maybe an inherent cycle yeah. inherited um what advice could no. you give people uh, from your standpoint um first off you have to leave it, it, even it, you have to separate and now do you really want to be with this woman you know and and i believe if you separate then, and you see that I want to be with this woman, then make the necessary changes to be with her. Make the necessary, get the, get the counseling. There's, um, there's all kinds of ang anger management counseling. And that's really what it is. Um, you know, men get so angry. I, I know for my husband, it was, he couldn't control his temper, but I also feel as though, and you know, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I also feel as though as much as my husband wanted to love me and wanted to be with me, he just didn't. And he he put himself in a situation that he didn't want to be in. He didn't want to be married. He didn't want to have, you know, he didn't want to, like, he did want to have some of his kids and some of his kids, I, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm pregnant, I'm keeping it. So um, he was forced into a situation that he did not want to be in. And instead of just being a man and leaving and not being in that situation, he forced himself to be there, and then I got the brunt. I got I got the brunt of his anger because of his frustration. If that makes sense. No, I, I think he would have to. I think any man, if you feel like what you're doing is wrong, or like something like you said, is learned behavior. They grew up in Washington and thinking it was okay. They knew it was wrong because they wanted to protect their mom, but they got that pattern. And it's like if you see those signs, I mean, it wasn't when you. It's not. I mean, when once you realize those signs within yourself, you mainly want to go get help. Like that whole yes, episode, Sonny should remember this, um, The Different World, when What's-Her-Face was getting abused. Oh, Gina? Yeah, Gina was getting abused. Yeah. Yeah, that just, everything just pops back up real quick for me uh, when it comes to, yeah. especially uh, traumatic stuff like this. This is heartbreaking. I'm glad that you came out as a better person, a better new you, or the old you that people, before the domestic violence happened. Um, right. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's the old her. I think it's the new and approved. No, no, no. Okay, so here's, this is what it is. Okay, so when I when after I had my daughter, you know, I was you know I was on my way, and then I changed I changed so much of myself to please him. 
you know, because you you know the church that we come from, right? You yeah. wear the long skirts, you wear the, you know, you cover yourself, you know? And I changed all of that about me because I knew that that's where he came from. And then that's what he wanted as a wife. And I was okay with that because, you know, I love this man. And if that's the type of woman that he wants, I'll be that type of woman. So yes, I I did change myself and I'm reverting back and I, but it is new and improved too because now I'm finding things that at 17, even at 17, I was trying to change to be who he wanted me to be. So from 17 to 46, which is way too long, I was trying to be I was trying to be something that I wasn't. So I never got to be the full Christine. I never got yeah. to be the Christine that I never wanted to be. Potential. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, it, so, so now you get to be yourself. Me, it's it's the old me, but it's still new because I never got that opportunity to be her. Right. So yeah. what have you so what have you learned about the old Christine that you didn't learn? That that you I'm didn't sorry. know about yourself. What did you what have um, you learned I about like yourself that you I like to exercise. I love walking. I like, you know, I like going for a walk. Um, um, I and I would never, I would have never gone for like long walks and stuff like that because I would have been accused of meeting up with somebody and cheating. So I, you know, I never, I just, I just knew that wasn't possible for me to do. So, but I actually love it. And like, I love exercising. I love getting dressed up and going out and looking pretty and stuff like that, which I never did before because I knew I would be accused of, you know, going to meet somebody or going to do something. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I just, I never took care of myself. I never dyed my hair. I would have never dyed my hair, um, not because of him, but just because I didn't want to draw attention to myself. Right, right. So, you know, like I never... <clears throat> draw attention to myself you just you just had a mouthful there when you said not drawing attention and that's that's the sad part of it yeah because i remember when she told me she told me the book she came out with a, with a, with a little uh romper i'm like what the what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> okay oh okay yeah. 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 i'm like what right, we, got, we got like one minute let's let christine give one more last sales pitch for the book oh uh, thank you sonny hold it up sonny hold the book up Hold up. One whole minute. One whole minute, Sonny. Okay. Um, through Grind Eyes, it's available on Amazon. Please pick it up. It's a great read. It's it's a quick read. Um, follow us on Through Grind Eyes on Facebook. Um, uh, you know what? This is just the beginning. Um, there's gonna be a lot more uh to come with this. We're gonna have a YouTube channel. Um uh uh uh, ooh, we're gonna we do our lives every Wednesday, every other Wednesday, where we talk about subjects from the book. This this Wednesday, we're talking about Meg snitching and um, Ferrari pitching um, apples at, at her husband, which was just as wrong as him hemming her up. But he got kicked off, and she didn't. You know, so um, through blind eyes is um, it's a movement. This is going to be a whole movement. So please pick up the book. It's on Amazon. Let me know what you think. Thank you. I'm gonna definitely check out your show again. I, I checked it out last week, so I'm gonna have to check it okay. out. Okay, look. So you said it's Wednesday, know, right? We're trying, we're trying to be fair. Like we're yeah, trying to be Wednesday, fair. Wednesday at what time? It, oh, it's Wednesdays, um, eleven on Instagram, one on Facebook, and nine on Facebook. Nine is nine is the the nines where you know you might get a curse word or two. Oh, the, the p at <laughs> p.m. Nine p.m. Yes, one p.m. Okay. 1 p.m. in the afternoon on Facebook, 9 p.m. 
on Facebook. Um, the 9 p.m. one, we take the gloves off. <laughs> oh, I think I need to watch that one then. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I want to be on. Um, yes, <laughs> yes. Like we're the, all streaming. I like to hear raw and uncut. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we are raw and uncut. Why not go listen to something raw? Right, we definitely got to have you on again soon. Oh, so. please, Sunny knows all she got to do is hit me up. That's all yep. she got to do. Yes, all yes, right. ma'am. Sunny, take us out of here. All right, guys. So thank you guys for listening to tonight's show. Uh, uh, Willie, give out your info. Oh, let me find your banner. I'm new to yeah, Sunny, Sunny took over the show for me today. I was on the road. I, thank I you got... for, for, for being no, patient. How do I get me. Willie on there? Hold on. <laughs> oh, did I, on... I took him from, hold on. I took him from the stream. Wait a minute. How... I click, on my, click on my the little head in my box. There oh, you there go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> This is your boy, Willie Styles. Get at me at Willie Styles everywhere. That's on IG, on Twitter, on TikTok. I'm Willie.Styles on Snapchat. And uh, check me out on stylesradio.com for all the music I'm listening to. Willie Styles, WillieStyles.info for all my links. Thank y'all. You not stalking nobody? No, nah, I'm not stalking okay. nobody this week. Shush, okay. name is me now. It's your favorite oh, girl. Sorry. I am Sunny. Underscore D Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Tickety Top. I made some a couple days ago, so check it out. And my blog, which I need to get back to, is unreservedlyme.com. So check that out. Um, do do do. How do I get back? Oh, let me get back to everybody. I don't. I'm still trying to just click on yourself up. again and bring it back. Let you me did be a great. Good job. Let me be you quick. did a good job, Sonny. She um, did a great job. You did a good job, Sonny. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm learning. This is um, good. Oh, and Shane, we saw your comment. Um. Well, for better or for worse, until you just be a lazy bum, but we got a problem. <laughs> right, I wanted to right. address their comment just just for that before we cut off. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she was she was commenting on uh on, on don't don't be supporting people that's unemployed and laid off and all that. Extra <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> yeah, but you, you get two months and then you get two months, and after that you cut off. That that better for better and worse kept me for twenty seven years. I just you know what? I highly suggest you don't. Yeah, for better, or better, 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 better for worse. Right? Make sure you got limits for your worse. Yeah, exactly, it's a the threshold. You but check out. <laughs> but check out our website gftradioshow.com um, and on your uh, favorite social media sites, um, Instagram and Twitter at gft underscore radio and at gft radio on Facebook. We already said cop the merch. I don't know if Willie got one on, but I got one on. Willie gonna have it back. But go cop the merch. Go to um go to go to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash GFT radio. Support us while we support you. And as always, if you miss the live show because something has snapped in your brain and you missed us, what the hell? But we won't condemn you too much, but you can always go back to Spotify, our heart radio. Stitcher, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Blog Talk Radio. And of course, you can watch it back and get on Facebook and YouTube. Why not? And like and comment and subscribe to every fucking thing. You should be following for every fucking thing. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> 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 I don't get it. Don't follow us on one thing and not the other. Follow us yeah. everywhere. Honestly, I, 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 I gotta go. I have to go and follow everything. Right. <laughs> no, no, but if you don't have certain apps, if you don't have certain apps, you don't have them. But for the apps that you have, you see it. Spotify and YouTube, I have. But yeah, I, exactly. 
we're in there like swimwear. But um, thank y'all for listening to tonight and joining us, brother. Um, we'll see you guys in seven days, see you like seven. Clint says. See you yeah. in seven. And um, Clint, we miss you. Thank you for joining us. I will hit you up. We gotta have a conversation outside of this. I do want to pick your brain, too. I do have some questions for you. Off, for off me? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. Oh, look. Well, follow her. What's your, what's your, what's your um, Instagram and stuff? Okay, so my Instagram is Christine Mayo Breaking Free. And my uh, Facebook is Christine Mayo. Um, and I have Twitter. Now I do, I do have Twitter. Christine Mayo Through Blind Eyes. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. I just started the Twitter. Um, okay, Twitter's boring. I'm not a reader, I like pictures. I'm barely on Twitter, and I'm, I'm a podcaster, so I can't really talk anything about that. I'm, 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 I, to be honest, I'm now mainly on Instagram too, but I, I, I do, yes, I do, my, I do my best to go check my Facebook every now and then. Twitter, I'm terrible on nowadays. I used to be like always on Twitter, but now, not anymore. What's Twitter? <laughs> at this point, at this, yeah, at this point, I appreciate everybody for stopping through. Appreciate the stay, questions. I don't stay know. Stay safe. I'm following their um, BRR um, GFT radio. But uh, bye, guys. Thank y'all. Bye. Chuck, do, do the do the outro. Oh, press, the the press the button. Press the button. Go back to Hold on, the outro, right? And the after show video. That's what it's called. Yeah, uh, I think so. That wasn't the right one. That's what you were supposed to play at 11. That one. Clear the banner. I'm sorry, y'all. Clear the banner. We're still here. Play the fire video. We're still here. Oh, that's the fire. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Y'all fired. Why are we fired for doing your job? I know, right? Because I'm learning. You good, though. Okay, end the the live.